You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Welcome, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we're here. Where's my music, Ronnie? There we go. There we go, Ronnie. I love it. I love it. There's our revenge theme song. A very uh, dramatic theme song. Yes. yes Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another revenge after show for season one, episode 20, called Legacy. Aptly titled, I believe. Um, and let me go around the panel and introduce everybody. I am, of course, Phil Svitek, joined alongside. Gabrielle Loren. Dorinda Barker. <laughs> Kim Lai Yingling. And joining us, <laughs> you've remembered her from past episodes, <laughs> back again, the one, the only, Catherine Tulich. Welcome back, Catherine. Thank you. We Thank love you. you. Welcome back. We're so happy I'm you're back. I'm a guest star now. <laughs> yeah, right? You are our guest host. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Catherine? You've 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 seen the past four episodes. I did a marathon last night, actually, to catch yeah, up to catch up everything. You yeah, know, we I just have. aim to be as busy as you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. But that's good. Now, as we were talking, it's all fresh in your mind, so you're going to bring that kind of perspective. And uh, you know, that's one of these things when you watch these shows. I, I prefer to watch it back to back to back, mm-hmm. but at the same yeah. time, I don't want to wait till the end of the season to do that. Yeah, so. right. Exactly. I know. But yeah, I did the catch-up one, which kind of gave you all the backstory, and then I did the four, and then now there's another backstory. Oh my god, I feel like I'm just revenged out. Is it more confusing, or (laughs) or just better on the perspective aspect of it? Well, I think I know so much now about the backstory that I don't need to know anymore. Well, that, precisely. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to both criticize and praise the show at the same time. Okay. And here's why. I didn't need. I, I didn't need this episode. Why? Because in the present day, as it may be, I'm getting so much action, and the actions that they're taking, I'm getting the backstory through that. And so to take an episode like yes. this, you know, to, to reveal all this stuff, like, yeah, it's nice. It's some nice, like, trivial info, but I don't need it to move the story forward. I think right now we're seeing a lot of validation of what we've brought into this after show, what we've been saying, we've been noticing our perspectives and takes on the characters, their relationships. I think now it's just the validation of them doing the flashbacks. And I agree with you, Phil. It's a little unnecessary, but then there's also parts to it that kind of leaves a little bit of a story that's open, I feel like, with certain comments they make where I could be like, I have a prediction on that and where that's going to go. Right. With little small details, and it, maybe I'll even mention that in our predictions. But I think there's certain things about it that are good. But for the most part, I agree with you. And, and storytelling in general, it's it's uh, the way it was taught to me, at least. It's all the you know when you write something, you want to you want to tell everything because of how, with the things that you leave out. 
and if and if people can really understand, the, you know, basically the characters' lives, and if it's a movie, you know, an hour and a half to two hours, um, with what you're presenting them, then they get it. In this TV show, I get their lives. I don't need these things. It was nice, but and and I'm only saying that because their writing is so good mm-hmm. that I get everyone's world. I've already gotten it, so I didn't need this. But nevertheless, it was it was entertaining. But also, I think we've seen another side of Emily. Don't you guys agree? Well, yes. That was nice. well, yeah. I mean, Amanda. Yeah. We can call her Amanda, I guess, for this episode. No, she no, was it's going to get no, so exactly. confusing. Yeah. No, wasn't she Mandy? Ma- yeah. Well, Mandy. She was yeah, Mandy she was. for a little bit. But, but yeah. even her <laughs> mannerisms, her demeanor, like even when she was in the the restaurant, the Chinese restaurant, her and Nolan, did you see the way she was eating? Like everything about oh her. Oh my gosh. Was, like from where she has come to now, like she was eating mm-hmm. like she was in prison, like how people in prison eat. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, very... Like an animal. But, but we, <laughs> we kind of know when she's got the dark hair that she's, she's like that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that was anything sort of like that we didn't expect to see. But it was showing her character yeah. more as that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not that we didn't expect it, but you didn't expect they were really going to go there down to like even the way she ate, to the way she took mm-hmm. care of things. And we've seen her with the brown hair as a yeah. brunette, but we never saw really what she was before then because we've seen her with the brown hair but as her dressed up mm-hmm. and and See, also sorry can I no go ahead you wanna go first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay so I was just gonna say that like aside from that stuff I also noticed her innocence in this episode and yes and she has come a lot farther obviously through the end of the season but you see the side of her that's more like vulnerable and sweet and there was like a quote I wrote down that she actually said towards the end of the episode on the patio when she was crying to mm-hmm. Nolan on the phone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys remember what she said there at that very moment I it was don't. like it was very heartfelt and I was just it was L- very look, look it up I, to, to, to speak to your point it, God I'm sorry help me and she was crying that's what it was and by, she realized her father's innocence but like at the same time she was like I'm sorry and help me. She mm-hmm. was saying, help me. So she is so troubled and tortured by what has happened in her life. And obviously now she's seeking revenge and she's become a very cold person. But it's so crazy to see how deeply she's been um, placed into this whole revenge plot and how, how deep she is now. Mm-hmm. I you guys, story. I think, okay, my opinion. I mean, I know that you guys, both of you don't feel that this episode was necessary. I, th- For my, my opinion, I do think this episode is necessary because it gave us the background of Jack. It gave us the background of when Victoria and David's <laughs> <Jack> relationship. <laughs> okay, you guys, that, whoa. <laughs> you know, I was like, woo, Jack, and then saw that. It's yeah. like, ooh, not good with that flashback. <laughs> um, but it gave the background of when the relationship started between David and Victoria, which we really didn't know. And it gave the background of great and Lydia, my God, I didn't know that they were having sex on New Year's Eve, so it gave us that background because we didn't know when that relationship but, started. But, but, but the point is, did you and need the father, to know? Why not? I, I think it put all the pieces together yeah. now. Catherine, now, what, are, you, what are your thoughts, and then we'll talk about Jack okay. and Owen. Uh, I tend to think it was definitely a filler episode because how many episodes do they have to write? I sort of this feel is like, the 20th. Yeah, I, I, I mean, my feeling was, yeah, okay, we need a filler episode. So I could have just watched it by myself. And, and um, <laughs> any of those flashbacks, they could have 
incorporated yes, into a, another plot line. I mean, we didn't need a whole. I do agree with that. Yeah. So you could, and I, I mean, and I kept was, you know, what you were saying as we we're watching it, I kept thinking, no, there might be a big reveal. There might be a big reveal. And I don't know if we really got a big reveal. Like, I thought there might be a point to all that flashback because there was something really. Roger. Yeah. Well, well yeah, that was a point that we never of. saw before. Well, Treadwell yeah. was a point with him. Yeah. Well, yeah. The note, but, um, but I don't know if there was anything that they needed to do in that. Whole, like, I think yeah. they could have. Re- that could, we could have seen that in flashbacks that they could have incorporated so in the cut. Why do you think they line. didn't just... Sorry, Drinda. I want to hit yeah. on something that Gabby okay, said before we get too far off the point, back to where you were saying on her innocence. Right. Even to the point of her wanting to really stick it to the Graysons, she really thought she could just do it. Like, she wasn't very, as she is now, very calm about it, calculating everything. It was more like, you know, bull in the china shop. Like, when she said in the bar, she said that in the bar about uh, drinking tea with Nolan, remember? I don't think that far ahead. That's what exactly. she said. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She I think didn't it's... even read the books, the, the journals. She never read mm-hmm. the journals because she really thought her dad was that person that everyone portrayed him to be Mm -hmm. then when she started reading the book i mean the journals excuse me and everything but it going back to what you were saying in her innocence she really thought it was going to be that easy until she saw what happened to roger holstead and realized it was not going to be that easy here's what it's like Mm -hmm. i equated to i equated to a kid on a basketball court who now is all of a sudden going up against michael jordan like all right yeah you may be able to do a layup on the uh, against your friends all right then michael jordan just comes in and Swats that ball away. And that's why she had to get all her training from Takeda. That's yes. right. Yes, and I, I think Nolan. That. That's the best I think Nolan I introduced see. her to. I thought we would have. I thought we were going to see Takeda tonight. I, know. I think that's that would have been a great. Can I just sorry ending. just to off the no, point? No, go that's, ahead. No, I actually met Takeda at a party. You d- okay. Oh, oh, I was so excited. <laughs> this is where we need that. You're just in with the revenge crew. No, is that this party? And I'm like going, hang on, he looks familiar. I was talking. Did you ask him where Amanda was? I was talking to him, and he's going. Because um, it was that, and and I said, I said, oh, because I was with a couple of people going, oh, are you are you living here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says I'm working on this show called Revenge. I went, oh, so of course, this show, no big deal. Of no course you deal. are. And then I, I sort of, sc- I, I, I made a complete fool of myself because he was kind of there, and I was here with the drink, and I tripped over this this other Japanese lady who was very, and I went, bang! Oh my god! He must have thought I was a complete idiot, and he sort of ran away from me after that. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. So we don't know where Amanda's at. No, that's well, great. No, Catherine. he wouldn't tell me anything. I did sort of talk to him later. Well, and he said, but anyway, sorry, that was my stupid. And, and, and what, what party was this? It was actually. Uh, it's um. There's a very famous uh, Japanese pop star called Yoshiki, and mm. uh, it was a launch actually for him, and he's one of Yoshiki's best friends. So it was at oh. the Soho House. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Very nice, nice. Kathy. You're always nice. going to the hip hot spotter <laughs> spots. Well, yeah. So you know, this is a flashback episode mm. that's a mm-hmm. good question why wasn't Takeda introduced yeah no, you know because I think one. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I think well first off I, you made a great point Dorinda because you come from this world she's like yeah. you said this is an expensive episode so to yeah. add him in as well you yeah, didn't need it a, was a very expensive it, episode. It would have, it <laughs> would have been too much was in it, plus yeah. some and yeah. I think I think they needed that innocence from Emily then to go to Takeda you know what I mean I don't think yeah. you could have had all that in this 
You're bit true. of time. That's well, true. with all of our different opinions on this episode, I'd really love to hear all your opinions out there as viewers on our after show. So if you can kindly go to our iTunes page and rate us and comment us, five stars preferably, if you feel we deserve it, we'd greatly appreciate it because it helps us out and we could provide more for you. Yeah. There we go. And tell a friend. By the way, I I, I do have some good news. You know, we're doing a big statistical check here after Buzz. You know, who's downloading, what countries, how many people. And uh, it's really uh, eye-opening to see the numbers, to say the least. And that's without official promotion and simply because we tell you guys to tell a friend. And it's because you guys do tell a friend. And so um, it's really garnered results. So please continue to do that. It really is the easiest way. What countries? Well, countries, uh, we I'd got Germany, know. we got Australia, Yay. Canada, uh, Mexico. I was going to say Mexico, but that's a, no, no Mexico. Because I think uh, Australia's only up to like episode seven or eight, so yeah. <laughs> they're a little behind. Oh, you know, wow. Ir- Ireland and England just picked it up. Yeah. So it's going to wow. start oh, airing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but can I just say something? Like, I know whatever, it's probably not good to talk about it, but. Like, I even remember when I studied abroad in Spain, like, all the kids there used to watch Lost. Everyone here knows I'm obsessed with Lost and was obsessed with Lost. But um, when I was over there in 2009, like, all the kids there would watch it online and just get it. I mean, I don't think it was legal, but they had websites that put all the episodes Mm up. But anyway, so, like, even if it's not on air there yet, most likely there's demand for it and people are still watching it anyways. Because I have friends in Europe that are watching Revenge that comment on my Facebook and are like, oh nice. my God, revenge. You know what I Do mean? they watch the after show? So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when there they, we go. We've when, told some friends. When, yeah, seriously, <laughs> so I tell my friends. We're ruining it for them because we're way ahead. <laughs> that's awesome. No, but that's what happens. Like, I have really good friends in Spain, yeah. and I know when they see that stuff, they always let me know, oh my God, like, I love revenge. And so they're watching it over there. Mm-hmm. And I think there there becomes a demand for it, even if it's not on TV, and that's what well, they bring. I it. demand Jack. To cut his hair. Oh, <laughs> my God. That was embarrassing. That flashback Let's talk about Jack. Funny. Seriously, was that a 2002 haircut? Uh, yes, I, that was in 2002. Yeah, but it looked like more a 1992 haircut. I mean, Or wait, it was 10 years past 2002. No, but I mean, his haircut no. did not look very 2002. No, the haircut looked very um, Pearl Jammy. Can I say? <laughs> yes. Can I say Hanson? That's awesome. That's that was, awesome. Hanson was like 1997. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> Jack was a little behind the fashion. He was. Or, you know, it is a shore town. <laughs> yeah, And true. the one thing I do know about shore towns is, like, the guys like to wear their hair long. <laughs> like so, in California? You know, in California, Jersey, you know, yeah. the other Jersey people. There's the Jersey <laughs> the Shore people and Ooh. then the Jersey Shore people. <laughs> what was that great comment? Was it the father that said something about, oh, it's like the shining here? Because I guess it was off That was the, the, that that was was the, the funny. No, girlfriend. The girlfriend, girlfriend. Said that. Sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was girlfriend when she's speaking with Nolan. But yeah. um, uh, I really like that. You know, we, we we meet Jack's girlfriend at the time, and yeah. clearly that's headed mm. different directions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but a nice tie-in because she obviously helps out. But speaking of Jack's girlfriend, can we just bring up the book she was reading at the bar? And I know, Dorinda, you know that book. That's an actual <laughs> okay, book. Okay, that was funny. It's a, it's a real book. And um, my mom, Can we say the name? Say the name, please. Mm. Who Moved My Cheese? Yeah. Okay. By Dr. Spencer Johnson. Wow. That was funny that you knew that. Yeah. I, oh yeah. my gosh, I know that book. I do, I do. And so um, now, Dorinda, what's that book yeah. about because do it, you think there's any symbolism in it after you tell us what it's about well it well for her of course because it really plays into what she did afterwards and it mm-hmm. uh, was published in 1998 it's a motivational book by Spencer Johnson written in the style of a parable or a business fable it describes a change in one's work in life 
four typical reactions to to said change by two mice and two little people during the hunt for cheese. Now, it was on the New York uh, bestseller list. It's been on there since, and it's for five years spent the, on the, the bestseller list for 200 weeks. Wow. wow. Yes. And That's crazy. So what year? Did it come out? 1998. Which makes sense because it was 2000. Yeah. And if it was five years, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You guys, she was conflicted. Remember, she didn't want to be in the town anymore. She wanted to move. Yeah. But also, didn't you say it was for CEOs and a lot of a lot of what happened is um, I know when my mom was going to college, it was required reading, actually. And it was all about corporate. uh, They were for people who wanted to go into the corporate world, who wanted change in their businesses, even mm-hmm. people who had small businesses, they were giving them to, um, but it was required reading in school. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, so she obviously has ambitions. Um, as we kind of learn, Jack doesn't. <laughs> he's happy to stay at the bar, and he's he's supporting his family. I don't know. Get, let's, let's not forget this. Little Dick. Wasn't Little Dick cute? We didn't see him for very long. Yeah, he just we got five seconds. Oh, of that. Wait, that was my comment. I was like, I yeah. didn't. We didn't see Declan yeah. in this. It was so cute. It was just like he. Well, how old was he meant to be? Like oh, six, little, seven, oh, eight. Well, ten. Yeah. Well, if it's ten, they're sixteen now, so he was probably about six. Six. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Am, is my math wrong? But is that dog like one of the longest living dogs ever? Yes. Remember yes. we used to have conversations about the dog. The dog <laughs> I mean, never the dog, ages. The dog, it was ten years ago. Yeah. He was growing up. I'm going to make it's a prediction right now. What? That hole that she is digging is for Sammy. <gasps> oh, no. Sammy. Oh, oh, no. I don't know. That hole was huge. That dog is huge. No, <laughs> no that's just not but right. You guys, so going back to the book and the girlfriend, I did want to say, I honestly think this opens up to something with the girlfriend being involved with um, Emily. And, like, them working together in some way. I That's what I feel like because... This is so random for her to be brought in the picture. It's just so random to me. Like, she is some way involved in this whole story. Or maybe just Possibly. to show that he had a life before. Yeah. Like, he had a life before. But she had a lot of lines, I feel like, for mm. to show that he had a life no, before. No, but, but uh, I think it, she's. Di- I think I'm this with, is the last we're going to see her. I'm with Dorinda. I think it parallels. That's why when the uh, Amanda came in, you know, and she was bartending and things like that, it mm-hmm. brought an era of familiarity. And he's like, okay, I get to restart now. And not only that, now this is Amanda. The girl I've been waiting for, the girl I've yeah. longed for since my childhood, mm-hmm. this is the perfect fit. But I also feel like even when we see her in the bar scene, she kind of used the girlfriends to get into that party as like a cocktail server or whatever. So I feel like she could be using her for other things as well to get in with that group. No, I don't, no, I, don't I think, think she so. used her how she was going to use her. Yeah, she did that use was her. It. Yeah, she used her. And then, of course, you know, they show mm-hmm. her listening in on the conversation with Nolan and the father. And then she mm-hmm. wants to move. She wants to make more money. You see her kiss Nolan, and because she's done. She thinks her character's done. She thinks he's the ticket. Yeah, that's what she thinks. She sees that. And we don't need a storyline to know he's gay and that that ticket's not going to happen. We. Yeah. I've yeah. Ha- I'm done with her. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready I mean, to move on to but, other characters. But, but, but we got to talk about the father and, yeah. and what, yes. what what that happened. So uh, that was you, a little you good sound chunk like you want, to yeah, know. Oh, just real quick, but I wouldn't leave that out of the equation because you never know with this show. So I mean, that is a good. I mean, she could definitely never know. Yeah. 
Let's put yeah, some so, money on the table. <laughs> well, I think we should well, make then, this a betting game. I yeah. think you know, th- there's always been a tension between Jack and Nolan. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel there always was. And now, you know, with this episode, we at least, you know, I, I do like it now. Yes, we we now see where it stems from. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when someone yeah. kisses your girlfriend, that's right. Yeah, and that could. Oh my gosh, that could be her purpose as well. It could be. So let yeah. us know that. So where we that tension Jack came doesn't from. know Nolan is gay. Not at this no. moment. Uh, not even today. <laughs> Nobody no. does. No, he's still. No, I don't Just think so. Yeah. But it's also why I think Nolan. Nolan is always trying to be nice to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, I believe it's last episode. He said, "You know, Declan, now I'm going to pay for your school." Mm. So he's trying yes. to make up for these things, and obviously he does the right thing um, today. But he he comes out looking like the asshole. Yeah. Where um, okay, he he bought the house. Yeah, but it's really the mother. Yeah. But you know, he gets the shit under the stick. Well, mm. yeah, because he didn't. First of all, he didn't realize. Mm-hmm. I don't think he realized until he got to know them mm-hmm. yeah. and like them what he was doing. And then when he realized, he went to the dad. He said, "We can do this," and he's like, "Well, I can't because my wife now wants half of everything. What am I going to do?" Mm-hmm. And it was only between the two of them. No one else knew what really happened. And I guess he kept. Didn't the dad say you can't say anything because then they'll know? Yeah. Yeah, that the mom yeah. left. So he's yeah. preser- Nolan is preserving that image of the mother. Yeah, exactly. Which is God, Nolan is so loyal. It's yeah, crazy. it's yeah, and he, he well, we've talked about it hundreds of times. Well, let's move on cuz we're going to be here forever if we don't. <laughs> don't Ronnie, you want to be here forever? God. I do, but Ronnie <laughs> shuts this place down. Um, why don't we talk about Mother's Day real fast? I feel like, you know what? If Mother's Victoria Day? was was a better mother, I'd give her, get her a mother's gift. <laughs> What would Mother's you get, Victoria? Oh, yeah. And what where would you get, uh, would you get her gift? Exactly. I don't know exactly what I'd get her, but I know there's a lot of selection on Amazon. So I'd probably <laughs> there go there okay. first and kind of wow. see what's there what you go. I peruse. <laughs> um, and, uh, but the cool part is now, if you're going to get, you know, you definitely want to get something for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. But instead of going to Amazon directly, go to AfterBuzzTV.com. There's an Amazon banner. Click through it, then purchase. And what that does is, A, doesn't cost you anything extra, and you're actually supporting AfterBuzz TV. Whoop, whoop. We get a percentage of that, and that's mm-hmm. awesome. So and your mom, even if you want to buy Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone's into that book right now. So well, because well, SNL did a, the sketch. This wasn't there a, a sketch all about Amazon. Yes. Amazon? Yeah, they, there was an Amazon because uh, yes. Anyway, I was going to say. I brought it up, so I was trying to just. Is, is that the new who 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 slid my cheese? What, what's the name of that book? <laughs> who slid my cheese? Who slid my cheese? That's like what, <laughs> what kind best. of a title is that? Slid my Go cheese. on Amazon, Amazon and get that book. Honestly, was, though, you guys get better deals on books, especially on Amazon. Uh, anyways, because I was just looking into two books on there, and it was way cheaper on Amazon than in the store. I just got them awesome. from Amazon, and you don't yeah. have to. get Get, you know, you don't have to go anywhere. That sucks when you have to go somewhere. You don't want to go there. You just he wanted click, delivered. Click. Come on. <laughs> like anyway. food. Right uh, to your door. So let's talk about the uh, the young Frank. Okay. Who still looks like the old Frank. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and yes. He didn't change. change. Uh, yeah, he didn't change. Yeah, and still don't like him now. No. <laughs> and then... I he was always nasty. I thought it was yeah. really funny in this episode, again, validating the relationships when Frank was in the room with um, Mr. Grayson mm-hmm. and and he was like, well, isn't Victoria a suspect? Because he said you're a suspect too or whatever in this whole mm-hmm. card deal. Um, and he and he didn't respond to that. 
<laughs> Meaning he's totally on Victoria's side and sides with Victoria. It's like the funniest thing. This guy's like in love with her. Yeah, I and think Conrad definitely. I, def- I think he definitely senses that feeling. Yeah, it's funny. And it's like, and, and then he was stuck in the awkward situation with Lydia and Conrad. Man. Which it's just so yeah. funny. It's so funny to see this and, and then reflect back on the episode that we saw where, um, Frank was hitting on Victoria in the kitchen randomly in her house when there was animosity between Frank and Mr. Grayson and Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wasn't supposed to be working for them anymore. Oh, well, it was his last so, ditch effort. Yeah. It just shows like how he feels about her in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, uh, Lydia just disgusts me. Yeah, I'm not feeling her mind. No, but actually, I I did like what she said to Mr. Grayson. She had mentioned that she didn't lie to the courts because of the money. She lied to protect protect him. And he looked looked in his face. No, because if you watch the look in his face, it was like, oh, my God, like somebody is actually here for me and not for the outside physical perspective that everyone you know like what everyone else wants and sees everybody's so Mm. materialistic and she wasn't about that she was like i care about you not your money then she wouldn't have taken the money no but regardless like she i i don't know what the real situation is here's what i think it is i think i think he knew he was gonna have sex with her that and i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guys table this i think he he respects someone who's gonna keep their mouth shut Mm -hmm. or or show loyalty thanks to money Mm -hmm. but if he can go beyond that and show loyalty because of him Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. it's kind of like mafia it's like you know what i mean (laughs) and you see all the people that are loyal to each other there is no mafia they are a mafia, the Grayson Mafia. That's what I was thinking when I'm watching the show. I'm like, this is the Mafia. It's the Grayson Mafia. Well, again, mafia. now they have Ashley, too, part, okay. part of Conrad's Mafia. But the thing about it is, is like, you find out tonight why she did what she did, too. And I just, uh, I don't know. Why, who Lydia? did what, who did? Why Lydia did what she did. Like, that showed you why she did. She mm. did it because she had a thing for Conrad. And oh, then this, definitely. And then it goes to show that this thing was going on for 10 years. Which we didn't know. Ugh. And it, you know, know that. that just reminds me of every like situation, like when you watch those specials on television about like people in jail and these horrible crimes, and these the people that love them that defend them or like still stand by their side after all this stuff they've done, and it just makes me think about how crazy people are sometimes. Yeah, and you know what else is crazy? <laughs> that you're she willing pretends, to go to that extent. She pretends to be Victoria's friend, no matter uh, what we think about Victoria or whatever. So she really up. does think that Lydia is her friend like up until she, she totally finds out she reached out to her tonight out. and did, yeah ugh. i mean yeah. you felt victoria you know and ugh, yeah. yeah it's I like little did you know what are your thoughts <laughs> well i mean i think with lydia i think that i think i don't know i think conrad is still really calculating if he can sort of get her on side in terms of a, an affair as well he knows he's got her loyalty so i don't know how much conrad is really sort of impressed by the fact that I saw his face light up when she said well you know she's good looking women she's a good looking woman yeah but she she didn't need to say anything then (laughs) just keep your mouth shut (laughs) you know what I mean I don't think Conrad has any sort of soul to be like I mean he's he's kind of standards that's what I mean I don't know it's like I think it's like it was he's an opportunist so it was like if if this woman's gonna say I did it for you he's gonna but I think he finds what he can't find in Victoria in her and that's why I think he valued that relationship for so long. Yeah. It's not yeah, like, I, it was just a one-minute thing. And speaking to your mm. point about the 10-year thing, I think it just goes to show how uh, 
you know, they're constantly going to be plagued by this one incident. Why? Because, you know, they're they're in the wrong. And so it's never, mm-hmm. it's always going to be a part of their life. Well, mm-hmm. it's the devil's nest. Yes. And the whole thing is, no matter, all these people conspired and did this one thing and destroyed this one family. Mm-hmm. So they can't really ever break away from each other. Yeah. They really can't. That's true. And they're, it's like a cesspool. I love it like that. that. I was actually feeling overwhelmed being watching their New Year's Eve party where everyone that was involved was... I thought yeah. it was interesting. There were so many people. And to just see her remember all of the names and have the flashbacks of when she was a child yeah. and actually put a you know a face to the name and how it related to her when that she was, was younger. Yeah. It was like, oh, yes. gosh, there were so many of them. Oh, yeah. Like, so many. And what David Clark would see in Victoria is beyond me. Why did that even happen? That A nice pair of so rag. Upset. I don't know. What do we no. Like, they're well. so opposite. And, like, he's so in it. He, you could tell he's, like, the innocent, like, <laughs> taken advantage of. You know, he. that's what he seemed like to me. That nice guy. I can see it though. You, did you see it? Yeah, I saw. I saw the moment that it happened. Yeah, it was like that. She, it, he was talking there was about definitely a connection. He was talking yeah. about Amanda, yeah. and she fed into that. Yeah. Oh, and plus yeah. when he said he bought she the really house did. because he felt it. Because that's another you know, thing. They like, don't buy houses because they feel, feel something it. Yeah. for it. Yeah. They buy it because they have the money and they're trying. They're trying to acquire. You know. Right, but this also is what I'm saying mm. about how Conrad was interested in Lydia. Same thing. Matt, um, Victoria was interested in David Clark because he had the things and the qualities that Mr. Grayson didn't have, Conrad didn't have, or doesn't have. So yeah. she relates to those things with him, the family, the you know, because Conrad's business. So it's like complete polar opposites of people, and they're relating to these people for what they don't have. Mm-hmm. Well, they're also, also Victoria, have. you know, she dated the artist before Conrad. Yeah, yeah. And that was a failed thing because he's an artist and couldn't really support himself. Whereas yeah. David had found the way of basically having a family but also being successful. Mm-hmm. So he's found that nice equilibrium and that's what she was latching onto, I think. Well, I think she admitted, was it last uh, episode, that, you know, the Conrad, it's, she went into a loveless marriage. So yes. She yes. never had any feelings for Conrad. So, right. of course, if she's attracted to the artist and then she's attracted to David Clark, that's a real chemistry and a real mm-hmm. connection, mm-hmm. which she never had with Conrad. So that's what, right. That's obviously what she's feeling with David Clark. There's a chemistry that But at the had. same time, they've been together for so long. Like, why don't you just split up already and just keep your, like... They, you know, they know what they did. Keep that to themselves, but split up. Because every, because that's that's no, the whole story. Everything that, that yeah, they do drives them closer yeah. together. Mm-hmm. You, you can't because of yeah. what they did. I don't think the writers are going to go that right route. There. Yeah, and you, if you ever notice, especially with people who do have money, and the, I'm talking about the money that they have, you don't split up because you can't trust anybody. You can't yeah. a, you can't trust anybody. B, there's way too much to lose yeah. and see if you can go about your business and not having to break anything up mm. why mm-hmm. why split but yeah. also there's a lot of relationships where they do split because the other person wants money well yeah and that's mm-hmm. the point for but that for them she she won't leave because a now they have kids yeah b because of money and those i think are interchangeable yeah, sort of but they are threatening yeah. right now yeah. she is trying to get a divorce from him and she's already pulled out all her like assets and she's spe- spoken to well, little house but it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah but but in the same sense she's right. also doing it she's like 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's screwing them right now mm-hmm. with the FCC yeah. and exactly. everything she's else. She's trying to F- get now. Yeah. Yeah. Now. In the current episode, not mm-hmm. tonight's episode. Yes. No. Exactly. Um, but I think it was the last episode or the episode before when she was talking about um, this whole David Clark scandal happened because, I mean, if they didn't protect themselves, they would lose everything. And she would be, re- she wouldn't have any money. And she would be raising a son by, you know, yeah, that's what he threatened by herself. Her. Yes, exactly. And her husband yeah. would be in jail. And she wasn't about, she married for that. So she's not about to give that up. Mm-hmm. Having all those, the money in the houses is more important to her than having well, also a she's family. Got a fa- and, well, also she's got a daughter and a son. So she had to consider mm-hmm. that at that point yes. too. It wasn't just about her losing the money. Meanwhile, it was about their whole lifestyle, all yeah, of them. The lifestyle would, would be gone. to her kids. So mm-hmm. I think that obviously played into why yeah. she betrayed you know, Meanwhile, it's like one of the kids' father was the freaking person they mm-hmm. framed. And that's well, let's talk about Treadwell because um, he's funny. I, he he yeah, started this whole yeah. thing. He is the, super funny. Love it. Those lines were good. He, he it, he's like a breath of fresh air yeah. sometimes yeah, when he right? comes in. He's so yeah. <laughs> but even what he did caused a man his life. But we still love <laughs> well, him. <laughs> oh God! With a little New Year's Eve kind of little oh, thing he was yeah. wearing that was really cute. And his <laughs> remarks, like the things that he yeah. would say, are so like you know le- you know just throwaways, mm. but perfect throwaways. Mm-hmm. Like even when he was talking to the psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you read my? No. Why would I read, read that? that. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he's like, "You're a hack, basically." Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he was just, I just loved everything about him and the way he, he was almost kind of like, not the court jester, but almost like the court yeah. jester tonight. No, I think, like I the, think he was actually more of the puppeteer because he yes, knew yeah. he yes, planted he the whole seed the of, yeah. of, of the note. And Man. then he's like, now you guys See what do. what happens, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, do you want Oh, no, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, that he, to yeah. see what happens. Yeah, he played. I don't think played. he at all thought that someone yeah. was going to die over that. Mm. You think, think he, he was, you think he thought someone was actually well, going to die? No, I don't think he story. thought that. He probably didn't think that, but I think everything just kind of adds to the drama for him. So, you mm. know, he's a writer. He's sort of, it's all part of the story for him. He's just in the right place at the right time also. Oh, yeah. With the right people. Well, I mean, you, mm. you put out a note like that, you're bound to get trouble. I mean, you can't do that and think, oh, nothing's going to happen. And, th- and that's mm. the point. And, and yeah. to your you know, he yeah. is writing a new book yeah, at right. this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, and again, he knows these people. He knows that what they're capable of and, and maybe he didn't know that there was going to be a death, but certainly he knew something was going to happen yeah, and let it happen and there's my new yes. book. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's almost like let the chips I mean, he knows he's playing with pretty deadly, deadly people. Come on, he's not that innocent. So right. something's going to, something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think he wanted to see how far mm. they would go. Yeah. To be honest with you. And I think that it also, too, he wants to find a way to get them. Mm. That's also what it is. Because he knows in the first book, he really didn't tell the whole truth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think even when we saw in, what, the two episodes before this... Mm-hmm. You can tell the guy just wants to tell the truth, no matter how. But that's what he's kind of yeah. doing in the present day. Now. In the yes. present with day, his blog and yeah, yeah, with yeah. the blog and yeah, he like succeeds. That. I mean, yeah. he yeah, he definitely gets his revenge on the Graysons, definitely. But also, it's because the truth is more now more juicier than not the truth. You know it's what another, I mean? It's another story. Yeah, yeah it's, another it's reveal. a yeah. lot more deep too. So, a lot more to talk about. And I like yeah. how she told him that he was despicable. <laughs> he said, uh, he said that, was that was a compliment. He? he said, oh, uh-huh. that's a compliment coming, coming from, from you. you. <laughs> yes. That was a great line. Favorite quote. Yeah. <laughs> it's so right. It's like, yeah. really, you're going to call me despicable? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Like, let's see what we're talking about, really. 
It's fun. Um, but it does cost poor Roger um, Halstead his life. Yes, which was very, it was very sad to see a man, because we haven't seen, honestly, throughout this whole series, we really haven't seen any one person who's been totally destroyed by keeping the truth to themselves. And this was the first person we actually saw where the truth basically destroyed him. Like, even before he, before the incident happened where he died, he became an alcoholic. He didn't want to sit by these people. He didn't want to be around these people. But he had, was forced to be with these people because of the but, lies. But they and said, the, yeah. but what I didn't get is that he was in that note that uh, David Clark wrote in his journal that mm-hmm. he was forced to keep the secret. But why? Did they because he have, worked for the company and yeah, he can't but speak why out. Couldn't, but why couldn't he have if he really he wanted killed. to? Why couldn't he have what? If he wanted to tell the truth, he obviously just didn't have the courage to. Well, yeah, because he'd probably be dead yeah. before he could try. Yeah. Because knowing them, like, look how far they've gone and what they'll do to protect their name. You guys, I know how he put he put the note in yeah. her in her pocket. But I thought, did it? Did he put the note in her pocket before he knew she was Amanda? No, 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 no. She announced that she was Amanda as soon as she brought the bottle of whiskey or whatever it was. Right, to the pool. But I thought that they had met. I thought he put that note in her pocket. Oh, no, that happened later. That happened later. I was like, ooh, when they did that flashback, I was like, wait. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Right. It actually happened basically a few minutes after when he was then came back into the house. He just got really wasted off that bottle. Because I thought it was weird that he would just fall into her and nothing happened. Because I even said, did he say something to her? Yeah. Did something, you know... So it was, and when he, the, she read the letter, it's well heartbreaking because it's he sex, was going to help her, and he wanted to expose them somehow. I think he's so fed up and done with the lies. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yes or no? I mean, he obviously didn't have the courage to go through with it, but, but then, had like, someone, her, yeah. yeah, had someone willing willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. he did say that in the letter. Yeah, also. that she, he goes, she's the one that can do it. Yeah, yeah because he, he, he didn't could. have the courage to do it, but yeah. he would help her do it because she had the courage. to And do it. you know what he said in the letter that he had a lot of things that he could expose, you know, about each person that was involved, and it's too bad that he was no longer around to like tell his side of the story and like help her out with this mm-hmm. because it would have been nice to see from an insider's perspective that's still alive and can tell the story you know what i mean because she just has accusations right now like she doesn't have a person that's on her side that's on the inside really uh, that's true no she doesn't i mm-hmm. mean the only person she has is nolan yeah but he's not, he's to not Gabby's really, point, he's not on the inside. He's not. No, he's, the not. Inside. He's, he's And that's, you know, the thing about Nolan's character. He's always someone on the outside mm-hmm. looking in. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. never going to be part of right. that whole thing, no. no matter how much money he has. He mm-hmm. has more money than, his, than God, but yeah. he'll never be part of that. But and, don't you just keep loving Nolan every time? Like, even with this show, it was like, this guy is yes, just so that character. Oh, amazing, it's, loyal. Like, I mean, I keep sort of just liking him all. I mean, more and more all the time. <laughs> oh, you know? I do. And yeah. everyone says girls like the bad boys. Please, <laughs> they like the gays. Uh, what? That's true. Sorry, I'm just talking about her. Just you know, I'm just talking him. And then you know, what was it? Two episodes ago <laughs> with his aunt, and you know, like yeah. all that backstory that was really nice. Yeah, and I well, think there's we love still Nolan. more to yeah. that backstory. Well, speaking of which, um, why don't we really quickly? Uh, kind of talk about um, just little things that came up in this episode that obviously we say, see later on like for example the whole thing on the New Year's Eve thing we you know obviously the photo comes back into play yep. later yeah. mm-hmm. uh, now we know where that photo was taken exactly yeah. so uh, any kind of stuff that you guys want to point out and uh, feel free to have kind of a rapid fire 
That's a good idea, actually. Okay. Um, how about when Mason Treadwell gave that picture of David Clark from the day he died? Yes. yes. Oh, that with was, the killer in yeah, the picture. With the killer yeah. A mm-hmm. in the picture. Mm-hmm. And then last episode, they get that picture. Uh, well, she was Charlotte keeping it, right? had it. Yeah, she Charlotte actually picture. stole it from yeah. her mother. Yeah, she and found then, it. She went on a little scavenger hunt looking yeah. for it. And then when uh, Emily walked into the room, she saw the picture and took a picture of it. Mm. And now she's looking for the man with the white hair. Because yes. that's the man who actually killed yeah. him. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Victoria, I wanted to bring up this question. Like, how could she let them kill David in jail knowing how much she loved and cared about him? I, she that's something about I don't that? understand. I don't, Honestly, I don't know if she I don't think she that. had. No. Yeah. But that she also plot. It was the same, like, plot type of thing, like, idea when they did it to the security guy or not the but security that was guy. Conrad. But that was Conrad, Conrad did that, but, not yeah. Victoria. Not yeah. But, okay, so did Conrad do both situations? Yes. 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 And Victoria yes. didn't know yes. about Correct. both situations. Yeah, I, I think if she knew she had been carrying a picture around all these years mm-hmm. of David Clark, obviously, but the white-haired man that killed David Clark, I mean, I think she would be absolutely heartbroken. And you don't, yeah, so you don't think no, she and again, I don't think And so again, it comes no, off. No, I don't think she knew. No, it comes no, off no. looking as, right? The whole thing was that he got, um, it was a jail fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly. she'll never know the truth. Oh, I, think. I, th- I thought she knew that, like, it was. No, so- no, no, no. Because no, no. Conrad, remember, has that conversation saying we've got a David Clark situation. So it's that, mm-hmm. like, it's a, re- yeah, basically that's why it was a repeat of the David Clark, which he yep. orchestrated. I don't think Victoria knew anything. But no. why would they take a picture of him right before he dies? Like, no, come but on. Mason, well, no. Mason Treadwell said, oh, you, that photographer yeah. friend of mine who's been following him. But said he was also a guard in the jail. No. Uh, I thought he part, said another guard in the jail took the picture. I, I don't know, yeah. but I guess there's this person who's been taking pictures. So he might have been dressed mm-hmm. up as a guard, too. I don't know. but <laughs> Just a photographer dresses up as a guard in jail. <laughs> but, <laughs> do they allow photographers in jail? <laughs> exactly. I guess so. Or well, maybe just like the murderer <laughs> dressed up as... They had a photo shoot. Well, you know. <laughs> I know. It looked like a photo shoot. It was nice. Well, it's also going <laughs> to have to do with the book, too. Maybe. That could yeah. have to do a lot with the book. Yeah, that getting a shot true. of him in yeah, prison. Exactly. Maybe, maybe they allowed the photographer. His last in. day in yes. real life. You guys, that would, that would be a great. Happen. That would be a great photo for the book. Yeah. I mean, da- oh, his last day, like... moments before the death of David Clark. I mean, yeah, you know, exactly that kind of a photo. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they didn't know it was moments before when he took it. Yeah, I don't know. This is no, a setup. But any other any other ones before we hit a commercial? Um, wait, I wanted you to actually bring up your whole symbolism with the. Black versus white versus gray. Oh my goodness! Oh, I thought that was a joke. Mm-hmm. No, I'll find. Oh my Gabby goodness! Wants to say, I will no, say. I think there's symbolism no. behind everything. Right, they're called the Graysons. Right. You know? Yes, and, else okay. So the sun, right? Gray sun. That that those are the two things that make up their name. And who's in the middle of all this? Daniel. He's neither he's black, black nor he's not white. white. There you go. He's gray. So on that, on that note, Ronnie, why don't we head <laughs> over to a commercial? We'll come Great. back with some <laughs> news and gossip. I actually really like that. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it does hey, everybody, John Comerford here. I've got my Mad Men with me. Kevin Undergaro. Phil Svitek. For all you fans of Mad Men, we're your AfterBuzz TV hosts of Mad Men. Every Sunday right after the show, 9.30, we're breaking down the episode. And you can also check us out on iTunes and YouTube the following morning. We're going to get into the imagery, the symbolism, the structure. We give you all the information on Mad Men that the other podcasts out there don't. Very insightful. You're going to love it. Check us out. Hello, everybody. We are the LA Complex crew, and we are here with 
Andre Fuller from the L.A. Complex, who plays Caldrick King. And you can catch L.A. Complex every Tuesday night on The CW at 9 o'clock. After that, come to our AfterBuzz TV show where we do a recap of the L.A. Complex. We talk about Raquel. We talk about sex tapes. We talk about, you know, relationships. And you can catch us live at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, AfterBuzzTV.com. If you can't catch us live, go ahead and swing over to YouTube the next day. You can rate, you can comment, watch us. iTunes, same thing. Download, rate, comment. And we would love to hear your feedback. And we'd love to support, guys. So please, please, please support us and support the LA Complex. Buzz you later. Guys, this is the After Buzz TV crew for The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Woo! Don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 8 p.m. to see... Adrian Barrow. Deanna Vaughn. Susan Hahn, Giselle Ugardi. Buzz you later! After Buzz TV, what do you want to buzz about? Welcome back, everybody. So, uh, Welcome. so uh, let's buzz about news and gossip as brought to you by Gabby. After Buzz TV News. So, news and gossip for May 9th in the world of revenge. Revenge wraps its season one May 23rd, so make sure you are watching two weeks from now, Wednesday mm-hmm. night. Um, also, something really interesting I stumbled across. Uh, there's some spoiler screenshots from the season finale. Ronnie, if you would, please post some of those up uh, on no, the we gotta, we gotta, We gotta play that spoiler alert music, though. Oh, you want the photos or the spoiler? Both. both. <laughs> I want them both. Let's, I want them both. Like you could do them both at the same we got time, a multitask. Ronnie. Let's do okay. nine things at once. How about that? Hold on. Well, then that means you can do two. How about we do improv? <laughs> Don't you have Marissa spoiler in there? Spoiler alert. Can't she spoiler help? Alert. No. She's doing iTunes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Awesome. So I stumbled across some screenshots from the season finale, and I thought they were very interesting as Nolan is tied up and bloodied. Mm-hmm. And apparently... It is said that part of Emily's, um, what Emily's doing in this last episode is her alter ego's plan. So I'm kind of thinking Emily is going against her natural ways of staying loyal with Nolan and going against Nolan in this episode, in the season finale. And that totally backs up my interview with him when he said he didn't know how it was going to end and how his own character could have been in jeopardy. So nice. I'm thinking that there's going something will happen with Emily and Nolan's character and the relationship just based on this. But can we throw those pictures up so we can see? There we go. Oh, look at this. Wow. But actually, okay, now she's tied up too. But I still think she's there's something going on between mm. those no, two. No, I okay. Why well, the? Well, okay, I'll that's that bizarre. Prediction. Oh, prediction. That looks like yoga. And look at the. Oh God. Poor Nolan. All right, that's a more serious one. so little. Oh, and then Charlotte here popping more pills. That's going to be another Mm storyline in the last Mm -hmm. episode. What great Spit it out. Spit Mm -hmm. it out. For those of you on iTunes, uh, Victoria's holding Charlotte's mouth. Yes. Oh, yeah, sorry. For those of you that can't see. Um, But you guys can actually look this up online. Oh, that's the FBI agent. Oh, that's that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of juicy things, I think, coming for this uh, season finale. And also what I stumbled across, Mike Kelly, obviously the creator of Revenge, at the Paley Fest in March had mentioned that if we're lucky enough to get a second season, we'll be teasing another giant event that will be resolved in some way mid-season for the second season. 
followed by the aftermath of that. So there's so many developing stories here, and I think it's really interesting that they already have like their next giant event mm-hmm. planned. I wonder what they considered Yay. out of this first season, the giant event. You know what I mean? That, well, that it, in itself. It was the engagement party. I keep thinking, yeah. that, okay, yeah. that's, that the, that's what always comes climax. to my head. The, yeah, the visual the is the engagement yeah. party. Because mm-hmm. that's where they started the, the, the pilot and, you know, mm-hmm. moved towards that. Right. Um, and then also, Wednesday, May 2nd, the ratings for 10 p.m. time slots. Um, Revenge came right under CSI with 7.140 million live viewers. And that was the top sixth in prime time. Awesome. Nice. So you that is my news and gossip for you guys. I get to watch with you guys. And I already bought my season pass on iTunes for the Revenge. Did you get us one? <laughs> Uh, you guys can watch it off my computer. So the season pass just mean you get to like watch any revenge episode. That's yeah, I, I get all of them downloaded. That's awesome. Oh, that's great. So. We'll be over. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And that, that is that all? Yeah, that's it. That's all, all my right. news. For you guys. Let's talk about predictions. Stay tuned. So we got two more episodes. Yeah. Well, is it a two-hour finale or one-hour finale? Well, we have two more. Okay, we have. We're here next two. Wednesday, and then no, the Wednesday is after. Finale. Yeah, is I thought. Two? Is it two? two hours? I don't know. Um, I want to mm. take a, a guess that it's going to be Let's two. Predict. I feel like that's standard, but that, uh, yeah. we're not sure. I'll let you guys know next week about that. Yeah, okay. but I do know for a fact that the 23rd is the finale. Yeah, one. it's just yeah. the finale. Because right. I was going to be really upset for a minute. Well, no, I predict oh, no, that. I just wondered if it's a one-hour finale. I re- personally don't like it when it's the two-hour finale. Just because, like... No, because you expect so much in that in those two hours, and yet they drag everything out. And I don't think they need mm, to do that. I, I think, think they, they can conclude and get enough in the next two episodes, and I'd be happy. You know, I will be happy. Just no, I don't know. think they will here. I think they're going to answer things, and then there will be a cliffhanger for the next season. Oh, oh for sure. Of, yeah. yeah, for, for sure, sure. For sure. For sure. So okay. So predictions. Um, I predict the dog does not die. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the Dorinda. dog will live another 10 years. <laughs> Absolutely. It'll come back looking the same. Um, gosh, it was hard to watch the um, the clips for next week and well, see, see her all bloodied. and being, being dug and, and all yeah. that. Who do you guys think that grave Man, is for? I just, Let's talk about that. You know? That's, that's pretty great. I am so... I'm a little confused. I have to mm. say right now, my thoughts are like, whoa. Just tonight, trying to put all the pieces together. Mm. I don't know. And those pictures I'm, of the, I'm, what you I'm just confused. showed us now, and I'm really confused. It's like some torture chamber they're in. Right. I know. It's like, what? We're turning. What the, you know. <laughs> you know what? It kind of reminds me of it. It's, wow. it's, it's going more into like the girl with the dragon tattoo kind of realm of like, you know, you have Roger Halstead. That's like a yeah. Swedish or Scandinavian yeah. type name. And I'm like, what? Oof. And we're trying to solve mysteries Oof. and there's yeah. torture chambers. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. That movie I, was crazy. You know what? We haven't seen The Last of Takeda. So I oh, he's going to come back. He has to come Surely. back. That's what I think that is. Oh, I don't know, that, though, but that's my this has to yeah, be somebody she has a lot of hate okay. for. Wait, is this? Say, you know what? I want to see. Oh I want to be the last person to see. This is what I think. I dead. think that he has something to do with it. And the person that she is choking saying, this is who I want you we're gonna. Here's what I predict. If, what? If, Who's if, choking who? If you're gonna have yeah, that kind of thing, someone. if you're gonna predict that, then I think it's gonna be like a V for Vendetta type of thing, where um, he's gonna be torturing them in order to teach him a lesson. Oh, I, I oh, agree with you. That's yeah. Yeah. Why Nolan. Focus. Because Nolan knows he's got to focus too, and he's got to commit. But I still <laughs> because think he, he's in, he's part of this whole thing. So, and he's 
he here's the thing. It even goes uh, back to the engagement party. Everything revolves around that engagement party. Yes. When they both looked at each other and Emily was looking this way and they both nodded at each other. Mm. He's supposed to keep Emily in check and he is not doing it. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's why he has Nolan too. Yeah. And that's my prediction. Where's Amanda? Yeah, is she gonna come back? What do you think? I know. Oh, I mean, Nolan Amanda, gonna- the fake Amanda. Yeah, no, no, or- yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna <laughs> she's coming back, uh uh Paolo Connor. Oh, yes. Said said that she was coming back. Okay. Mm -hmm. My prediction is that I think that Nolan will be working with Takeda in this last episode, maybe. And there's going to be another secret he's keeping from Emily. Emily's going to find out, and that grave's going to be for Nolan. But Nolan, I don't think, is going to die. And Catherine, what do you predict? I don't know. Well, what's going to happen with Victoria, the FCC thing? Do you think there's any, that we're going to find anything out about that? Or what do you think? Investigation like, ongoing. Investigation, yes. More we saw, details we saw a picture of uh, Victoria with the FBI guy. I think more so details will come out. Will he swarm mm. out of it somehow? Well, uh, he could be uh, sleazy, yeah. too, and find a way to use this against for himself. Mm. You know, because yes. there's a lot. Whenever there's a lot of money involved, people can be easily swayed. And mm. please, they're actually kind of stupid. Like, they, I'm sure the FBI has their phones tapped and like they're they're speaking on the phone and divulging information. Yeah. So it's like, come on, please. So, all right, well, it's about time for us to wrap it up. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, no, and and you know, we, we're given X amount of minutes to do this show. We try mm-hmm. to get in every opinion, and we do it right after the the show airs. So uh, we try to cover everything, but time constraints and, and just the fact that we go up right after we don't always get to but the good news is all of these lovely ladies are willing to talk to you off air and how do they do that Dorinda? my twitter and my twitter handle is lula cherry films you can call me at one eight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you can. Oh, I was just kidding. That wasn't one eight 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 number. Um, tweet five, five, me. Five, five, tweet five. me. And the um, my Twitter handle is at Kim Lai Yingling. And don't they have a website that they got to check yes, out? Yes, you guys yeah. check out Eaten Asian. It's E A T I N A S I A N dot com. Nice. Great job. Hey. Gabby. <laughs> and no problem. Mine <laughs> is Twitter, Gabrielle underscore Loren. And I don't have a cool uh, page like Kim Lai, but you can go to my Facebook and I post everything up there. Gabrielle Loren with the number one. And Catherine. I'm still off the grid, sorry. But you are. <gasps> what? We had our Mad Men commercial Catherine and Catherine wasn't here when, when we when we taped that commercial. Catherine is also on our Mad Men show. find so, me there. <laughs> so check her out there. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Follow AfterBuzzTV.com. We'll see you next week. And go to iTunes and rate us. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Buzz you later. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.